Hello, and welcome to the Wild and Free Mamas podcast. We are your hosts and trip leaders, Morgan and Sarah. We are here to bring you stories of courage, boldness, adventure, and hope. And we hope that they inspire us all to live braver lives devoted to Jesus. Hello, welcome to the Wild and Free Mamas podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Morgan. We're so glad you're here. We are here to chat with you about our August adventure retreat. It was so much fun. Morgan, what do we do? Oh my goodness, it was so much fun. We rafted uh, 10 miles of the Ocoee River in Tennessee. Um, we love to raft, so we we try to have a rafting trip every year for Wild and Free Mamas. Um, but we've never done the Ocoee before, so this was a first. Um, it was so much fun. This river was um, actually used or this section was actually used in the, was it 94 or 96? I never remember, Sarah. I think it was in 96. I think it was 96. In the 1996 um, Atlanta Olympics, um, they took this section of the Ocoee and they actually added in a few more rapids, which is kind of weird, but you know, super cool. So they like built up a few extra rapids in this one little section. And, um, we got to run that section. We got to run a bunch of class four rapids. Um, our guides were super knowledgeable. Um, to be perfectly honest, I asked them, I was like, hey, this is kind of weird, but <laughs> your guides are older than most guides that we see. Why is that? <laughs> I was like, this has, a, this has the potential to be super offensive, but like they have a lot more experience. So I was wondering like, hey, how do you, how do you retain your older guides. And they said their company is just really great. So that's wonderful. But um, which one was it, Sarah? I always get them confused. Okoe Adventure Center? Question mark? Okoe Adventure Center. Yep. Okay. All the names are so similar. I can never remember. So anyway, if you want some older, super experienced, but also really quirky and fun guides, Okoe Adventure Center is where you need to go. Um, but anyway, the uh, the river itself was really neat because it's used for hydroelectric power. So I'm just going to go on and on about this, Sarah. I think this is fascinating. <laughs> so our campsite was right on the edge of the river. And we got there and we set up camp and the river was flowing and it was gorgeous. And then later on in the day when we were making dinner, we realized it, it, it was quiet. We all looked around. And we were like, what's going on? And we looked down and they've turned the river off. <laughs> so weird. This is a thing. Like, I guess he explained it to us the next day. Our guide explained it to us the next day. But because they use it for hydroelectric power, sometimes the tur- I'm going to make stuff up now, guys. I'm just going to act like I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes <laughs> the turbines are running, and so they're producing power. And so the river is running faster in that area because it's spitting the water out faster? Question mark. All of this. It's fine. I'm not an engineer. Don't worry about it. Anyway, and then when it's not in use, when they're not making power from the river, it's much calmer. I think that's how it works, but it was really fascinating. Yeah, it was really freaky and kind of weird, though, because we didn't know what was going on. It felt like we were in the Truman Show or something, like, yes, the rain on, like, it was very Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was very weird. It was very weird. But anyway, it was cool, though. And the river was super fun. There were points where we got to jump out and swim. And, um, and I was really proud. All of our girls jumped out. I know that some of them had to face some fear to do that and they did. And I was so proud of them. So the stretch, the Olympic stretch or whatever section, Olympic section that you were talking about, Morgan, is that, 
that's where it was like rapid on top of a rapid, right? I felt like we were going down rapids for like two straight minutes. Is that the part that yeah. was the Olympic part? Okay. Yes. And then what was it? Was it humongous? Do you remember the humongous, that, the rapid he called humongous? Oh, did your guys not, did your guide not tell you guys the names? I mean, he did, but okay. So back to the older guides, I chose my guide. Like I, I gravitated towards him because he was this older hillbilly that looked crazy. And I was like, he's going to be a good time. <laughs> um, but he, he was great and I felt safe with him, but he talked the entire time. And so like, just run on sentences and he gave us all of the names, but I don't, I don't know. I, I had to tune him out because I was focused on his, I need, cause he would be like, um, somebody put it this way. He'd be like, so I had a taco the other day. Give me two and a burrito. Like, just those <gasps> oh, like, like yeah. give me two strokes right in the middle. Yes. I was like, you want two tacos? I don't have any tacos. For those that don't know, when you're whitewater rafting, you listen to your guide. He's in the back of the raft and he tells you, how many strokes, you know, give me two, give me three, give me two back, you know, left side, give me two, right side, whatever. And so you got to be listening all the time um, and tuned into what he's telling you so you can get down the rapid safely. But he would just not stop talking. There's some spiritual uh, alignments there. Parallels, definitely. Parallels, there's the word. Go ahead, sorry. (laughs) We could get on a tangent about that. But yeah, so he would just be like in the middle of talking and he's really hard to understand and and he would say the instructions and then continue on with his sentence. Oh, man, it was funny. But um, my face hurt because I was smiling so much. Like rafting is so much fun. Like I can't stop cheesing when we're going down the rapids. It's just... Oh my Such a joy. If you've never been singing, you can't stop singing. Just around the river bend. Yeah. yeah, I called out a line to you, and Tiffany, Tiffany was like, "We already sang it. <laughs> Let's sing it again." It was so much fun. Yeah, it is fun. Um, so this weekend or this past weekend, this retreat, um, our theme was "You are loved, you are free, and you have purpose." And we talked a lot about our mission statement. Our mission statement is to inspire a generation of women to live braver lives devoted to Jesus. Um, and so we just wanted to like share with our ladies what that means, what we're, what we're really saying in that, you know, that what does it mean to live a brave life devoted to Jesus? Um, and as I was thinking about this, I realized that if we are going to live a brave life devoted to Jesus, we can't do that without um, surrendering to him right? We have to be fully surrendered. That's essentially what we're saying is that we want to live a surrendered life to Jesus. And we can't surrender to him until we trust. Um, and there's, you know, our, when we go on these retreats, um, we practice letting go. We practice trusting. Um, when, when the women show up, they are letting go and they are surrendering. surrendering. When we push off of the bank and go down Whitewater Rapids, we are practicing letting go and surrendering. And when we push off of a cliff and rappel down a waterfall. We're trusting in that gear um, and that equipment to to hold us up. And so a lot of what we do is practicing that surrender. And I think that there's three things that we have to know before we can be surrendered and trust the Lord with our lives. And that is, the first thing is we have to know that we are loved. First Corinthians 6.20 says that we were bought at a price and Hebrews 12 says, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. And I told the ladies just to replace the word joy with their names. 
Because Morgan was set before him, he endured the cross. Because Shannon was set before him, he endured the cross. The gospel of Jesus is that we were separated from the Lord, from God, because of our sin. And he paid the ultimate price to bridge that gap. We were built for communion and uh, fellowship with Jesus. And his love for us is unending. And there's nothing we could do to earn um, or lose that love. And so it's really important that as we're learning to trust and surrender our lives to him, that we know that we are loved. Um, the second thing we have to know is that we are free. Hebrews 10 says, those who believe in him will not be put to shame. And any shame that we're carrying has already been paid for on the cross. And it's not an, a name that we have to answer to anymore. Second Corinthians 3.17 says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And that's not freedom to do whatever we want. It's freedom from the bondage of sin. Now we are free to approach him. We are free to know him. And we are free from sin when we are in Christ. And then the third thing we have to know in living a brave life devoted to Jesus is that we have purpose. We are all uniquely crafted and designed for a specific purpose. Ephesians 2.10 says, we were made for good works that God planned long ago. And it's not an accident that you have the passions and the desires that you have and the giftings and the talents. God wants to use that for your joy and his glory. What does it mean to you, Morgan? What's the mission statement mean to you? Well, I love our mission statement. I just really feel like the Lord just gave it to us because when we were starting Wild and Free Mamas, Sarah and I went round and round and wrestled and wrestled and wrestled over mission statements and all what they were like six different statements or, you know, <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? Um, values and all of these things that we were trying to write down so that we had those things to guide us um, as the ministry was taking shape. Um, and it was so such a chore, honestly, for me, um, trying to figure out how to, how to boil everything down to exactly what we were shooting for. Um, and then the Lord just dropped this one in our hearts and it resonated with both of us right away. And it, we just knew it was right. And, um, so a, to inspire a generation of women to live braver lives devoted to Jesus is we try to make that the core of all wild and free mama trips of, of our ministry of everything that we do. Um, because, you know, we're not just going out there to have a good time. I love to have a good time, <laughs> but, um, but the point of all of this is to point back to Jesus. But as I was studying and prepping and trying to figure out what I wanted to share with the women this past weekend, um, I just really got stuck on surrender. Um, and the thing that I kind of came away with was we're not being asked to surrender to some big, you know, ambiguous, the universe, God, <laughs> we're being asked to surrender to and to trust the God of the Bible, the one who shut the lion's mouths, the one who lifted the woman at the well's chin and looked her in the eye and said, I see you. I know what you've done and I know your secrets, but I forgive you. Now get up and turn from those ways and spend the rest of your life chasing after me. The God who showed up in my bathroom in the middle of the night and picked me up um, from a puddle of tears and said, I know where you are. I've been betrayed. I've been hurt. 
I've felt all of these feelings. Let me carry you. And he carried me until I was able to stand and walk and chase after him in victory again. And I can't tell you the number of stories and traumas that we have heard around the campfire. And, and God has been, this is the God who's shown up behind the couches as some of these women have hidden from their parents, their abusive parents, when they were tiny children. This is the God who's been in the closets as these girls tried to protect themselves the only way they knew how. So many women have so much trauma in their past, but God has shown up for them in those dark and scary places and drawn them out of those dark and scary places. And that's a lot of what we do at Wild and Free Mama's trips around the campfires. We we talk about the but God moments. Like, yeah, that is the most terrifying and horrible place that you have been and that you can imagine. But look what he's done. Look what he's doing. He, he doesn't want you to stay in that dark and scary place. He wants to draw you out. He wants to build you back and put you back together. And and he wants you to chase after him. He wants to lift up your face so that you can look directly into his eyes. And he wants to say, I see you. I know what you've done. I know your secrets, but I forgive you and I love you. Now get up and let's spend the rest of our lives together. You can chase me. And and sometimes, you know, we don't always have those stories. We Maybe we don't recognize God in our story yet. And that's okay. Like we're all at different points, but sometimes we have to borrow each other's faith. Sometimes, uh, you know, I ask the girls around the campfire to say, look at me and look at Sarah, look at the places that we've shared, the places that we've been, see how God has shown up for us and believe in his character in the way that you see him in other people's stories, because you're going to have your own stories. You just can't see them yet. So you gotta you gotta borrow that faith and you gotta believe in who he says he is. Yeah. Because you trust the women around the campfire and because you trust what the Bible says. So I know like that I didn't really go very far down this um this devo, you know, down down the points on the devo because I was just completely stuck in the surrender and the trust and the and the the fact that we don't have to trust the big ambiguous far away God. It's it's close, yeah. it's personal. Yeah, no. And I mean, I, that that's what it really is all about is surrender. And the reason why that's so important to us to um, encourage women in is because we really do believe that you can be redeemed and restored. We really do believe that Jesus came to give us an abundant life and that um, following in his, in his will and his way and surrendering to to him is the best life you could ever imagine. And it is an adventure and it is good. And sometimes it's scary, but when you can step out and follow him, um, it is, it's the best life. It's, he's trustworthy. Like you were saying, we can trust him and it's going to be good. Um, so yeah, like it, it really is just all about surrender. Yep. Oh, it was so good. I do want to point out that we had um, a co-leader on this trip named Shannon and Shannon is precious. She's been with like attending wild and free mama's trips for a really long time. Um, like since our first year <laughs> and, um, and she has been on our leadership team this year and she showed up so well for the women. She shared her heart around the campfire. She was fighting like massive headaches and, um, she forgot some of her meds at home and was pushing through all of that. And she still showed up really well for 
the women and she shared her heart and she encouraged and she prayed for people. And I was just so blessed to have Shannon on this trip. How about you? Me, me too. I'm so grateful for the women that have come alongside us this year. Everyone's been amazing. So um, we do want to remind y'all, we've just got a few more days of our fundraiser. Illumin Collect is an uh, outdoor adventure apparel company and they feature nonprofits each month. They have chosen Wild and Free Mamas in the month of August, and they are giving us 20% of all proceeds. Um, they even designed us a hoodie. And so you can grab a hoodie, a t-shirt, or a tank top with this really cool um, exclusive design on it. But all the proceeds, sorry, not all the proceeds, 20% of the proceeds <laughs> go to the Ministry of Wild and Free Mamas. So we would just love it um, if you would consider supporting us in that way. That ends... August 31st. Yeah, Are there 31 days in August? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me do the knuckle thing. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. 31 days. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I was yeah. about to do a little song. You've only got a few days left, guys. I'm so excited about this. So I have a tank top, which is super cute and adorable with the with the design. I love it. But I hadn't gotten my hoodie yet, and I, I ordered it, but it hasn't come. And over the weekend, I tried on Sarah's hoodie, and it was so cute, and it's so soft and cozy, and it just makes me want it not to be 117 degrees outside so that I can snuggle up in a hoodie and pretend it's fall. You guys, this is the hoodie I've been searching for for the past four decades. It's literally the best hoodie. I'm wearing it right now. It's oh, the best. I can't wait for mine to come in this week. <laughs> Um, so we've got one more adventure retreat um, for 2023 in October. We are going camping in – well, we're staying in some tree houses. It'll be kind of like camping. Some and boozy tree houses. It's going to be <laughs> nothing like camping. This is so weird. What is this life? I yeah, know. So it's not a normal trip for us. No. We'll be staying in some really cool tree houses, hiking, and going horseback riding. That will be the last retreat of the year, you can go on our website for more information. Um, that registration opens September 2nd at 9 a.m. And you guys, we've started planning for next year. We've got some exciting things coming down the chute for next year. So I know that it's only August, but get excited for 2024 and keep an eye on that schedule that will come out in the next few months. Yes. And just a little teaser, we may or may not have just purchased four really super fun backpacking tents. What? Why would we have done that, Morgan? Oh my goodness. You'll just have to wait and see. We love you guys so much and we'll see you on the trail. Hi friends. I just want to give you a quick update on one of our podcast guests. Last year, I interviewed Colleen Taylor. Her episode can be found by searching Alaskan Trails, Western Treasure, and Waiting Well. In her interview, Colleen and I share a real and raw, honest conversation about her then-recent miscarriage. Colleen shares about God's presence in her suffering. I am so excited to tell you that Colleen is now 13 weeks pregnant with a healthy baby. We are so thrilled for Colleen and her husband Rob and are rejoicing in God's faithfulness. Listen, sweet daughter of the King. If you find yourself in a waiting season, I want you to know that you are seen, known, and loved by a very present God. And while I don't know what God is up to in your life or how your story is going to end, I do know that it's going to be real good. You are so very loved. <laughs>